my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, you already know the vibes, okay? Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey. What's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Faith. My loves, happy August. Welcome to August. I'm super excited for us to be in this month because one, at this point that you guys are listening to this, I will have officially been moved into my new townhome. When I'm recording this, I'm going to be honest with you guys, transparent, okay? I'm not yet there. I'm still in my current apartment, but I wanted to record this episode because I have had this specific topic on my mind like heavy for the last couple days. And I specifically channeled the outline for this episode and the things that I'm going to share with you for this episode the other evening or not even evening. Oh my God. It was like the middle of the night. Like I literally woke up at like 3 a.m. and wrote this in the notes on my phone. So I am recording this before I move, but when y'all are listening to this, I will have officially been moved in. And so if you are on social media and you do follow me over on Instagram, I'll definitely be posting a bunch over there. I am going to do like a little mini townhome tour over on Instagram. I'm not going to do like a full, you know, complete layout of my home type of situation on YouTube or anything like that. But I've really been enjoying the short form content on Instagram whenever I do feel called to do video just because it is kind of quicker for me to turn around and I feel like it still allows me to express that creative skill. I really love editing, but I get to do so um, without having to take up too, too much time. So if you're interested in kind of seeing what's going on or where I'm at now or just kind of following along in that journey, please feel free to go find me over on Instagram. And I'm also excited that it's August because this month my planners or again, I'm going to say it's August because you guys are listening to this in August, but in the month of August, uh, the planners are being delivered. I'm super, super, super excited for that. And if you have been living under a rock and maybe you haven't been caught up on the recent episodes, girl, it's okay. It's okay. But essentially, I'm launching a daily planner. So I love planning. I love time blocking. I love all of those things. Stationery, like paper source is one of my favorite stores, Barnes and Noble. Like I'm just always in the planner section, always looking at planners. I've always kind of designed my own little like planner worksheets for years and years. So I'm launching a planner and this is the month that the delivery truck is finally bringing all of my inventory to my home. So you guys will see that I get the pre-order page up. I'm aiming to have it up by the end of August, early September, so that y'all can pre-order during the months of September and October. And then in the early part of November, I'll be shipping out all the orders so that everyone can get their planner before the holiday. Holidays and of course, before the new year, so that you can really take some time to actually think about what goals you want to set for the next six months and actually like start to set your plan for how you're going to go about achieving all of those. So, really, really excited for all of that. And of course, if you're interested in a planner, I'll have the wait list in the show notes so that way you can go ahead, just put in your name and email. And when I do have a launch date for the pre-order page and all that good stuff, it will go out to everyone on that email on that email <laughs> on that email list first. So make sure you put your name and email down the um down in that. Oh my god, what what am I saying? Put your name and email 
in the boxes in that link. I, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. You know, when your mind is like moving 100 miles per hour and it's like your mouth cannot move fast enough. I feel like that's always like the state that I'm in. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to get like all of my thoughts out. So today's episode is going to be seven things that I'm doing to improve my self-esteem and recognize my worth. I actually channeled the idea for the episode the other evening because as you guys know, or maybe you didn't listen to the last episode, but I recently went through a breakup. And by recently, the day that I'm recording this, it was about five days ago, four days, no, five days ago. And yeah, so I think when that happened, you know, I had a conversation, like a really transparent conversation with a bunch of my friends. And one that really stuck with me was a conversation I had with Tolu. And I'm super excited because um, Tolu and I are obviously going to be in Europe together, but we also have a really fun episode that's going to be launching in the month of October for y'all. So you can hear that and she'll be back on the show. I think it's been, it's been over a year since we've had her on the show, but that'll be a really fun one. But I was on this call with T and, you know, we were talking about kind of reflecting. And again, I had the same kind of conversation with other friends of mine, just kind of talking about everything that unfolded and and how it unfolded, because it was quite sudden. It was one of those things where there weren't any rumblings where I was like having these conversations with friends about how things weren't going well. And so, you know, sometimes like when you are having those conversations with like your friends or yourself or even like a parent when there is a breakup it's not as surprising it's kind of like okay you guys are going through a bumpy period for a time so this makes sense but it wasn't anything like that so I kind of had like you know debrief with friends and things like that during our conversation T and I were talking about just like that reflection period right especially because since I've lived in Dallas I have been dating the entire time I've lived in Dallas. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I Like I explained in several, several episodes, I had a really interesting dating experience where when I lived at my parents' house, even though I was an adult, like so I'm talking after college, I lived at my parents' house for grad school. And during that time, so from junior year to grad school and like right after, I was single. So I was single for like, for going on five years. And it was a really interesting time because I didn't really date during that time. So because I lived at home, I always found it a little bit awkward, a little bit uncomfortable just to even like go out and kind of explore as an adult. And that's why I think moving out was really pivotal for me because even though I, you know, I wasn't an adult technically after, well, like 21 or if you, you know, you want to say after 18, I never really had that experience of feeling like I was an adult when I was still living in my parents' home. I almost felt like I was just this kid in an adult body that wasn't able to fully step into her adulthood. So I did obviously end up, you know, having a boyfriend uh, toward the latter half of living at home with my parents, moved in with him, you all know that whole story. But living in Dallas, like this particular season has been the first season where I have been on my own, been an adult, like doing adult things. I'm no longer in school. I'm out here in the working world, you know, paying bills and shit and like being an adult, but I don't have to report to anyone. Like my parents aren't looking for me. There's no curfew. There's no, like, if I come home late, like no one being like, where were you? It's none of that. Like I'm, I'm here on my own. And this is the first season that I've ever had the chance to do that. And so I think it was really good for me to dive headfirst into the dating world because again, I didn't have a lot of dating experience. So in terms of 
what my standards were, what I accepted, what I, you know, set as my boundaries, how I communicated with a partner, how I learned how to be in a relationship, all of those lessons that you get as you kind of date and go along, I didn't have. And there are some people that, you know, they're destined to kind of have that one partner. Maybe you meet someone when you're super young and you're with them for the rest of your life and you guys learn together. But then there's some of us like myself who we don't have that like one person. And so we're kind of destined to learn through multiple partners. And so this particular season has been my season of learning. And again, didn't really take any breaks. I kind of would go through these experiences. Y'all know if you have any single friends or you're single yourself, a lot of people talk about the struggle of dating these days. And I, I think it's I think there are a couple of things to it and maybe this needs to be a whole separate episode, but I feel like, you know, people have this illusion of what perfect is, of what a perfect relationship in it is. And at the same time, a lot of us know that we don't want to settle, but I think there's this confusion between like settling and also looking for perfect. And when you're equating a relationship not being perfect to you settling, I think that's doing yourself and the possible relationships that you could experience a disservice. And so there's this thing where people are jumping from relationship to, to relationship or from person to person, essentially looking for someone that is completely not flawed, which is impossible. We're all human and we're all flawed and we all have trauma and we all have things that we're dealing with. And there is you know, a lot of work that needs to be done. I think what if you want to go into dating and do so in a very healed and um, very healthy way, and of course, again, we're never fully 100% healed, all that good stuff. But I do think that the current dating world or realm, like we just have so many, we have a lot of media that allows us to kind of see into other people's lives in a way that we in, in the past generations didn't have. And so even though I think the past generations had their problems, they had their issues with partnership and relationships and love and all those things. It was sort of like, as far as I, I mean, I know in my culture and my family, it was like, if you're with this person, you're with this person. And if it's not great and you're not happy, you're with this person, you committed. So you stay in a relationship that maybe doesn't make you happy. Whereas our generation, we have these standards and we're like, well, no, I don't want to stay in this situation. But then I, I think there's also, again, that fine line where sometimes we look at the challenges that naturally come with relationships. And instead of saying, I'm going to overcome this challenge with my partner because I committed to them and I am happy, I'm just experiencing a, a particular challenge here. They're triggering me to address my trauma or vice versa. We run and we run away <laughs> because we want to be comfortable and we don't want anything to trouble our peace. But again, relationships are work, two people coming together, two people with completely different experiences, parents, childhood, upbringings, traumas, it's going to take work. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, 
and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So that being said, going into this year, I started off this year in, you know, seeing someone that I was, I was getting really serious about. And I talked about this person in the podcast as well. And that was going well until that ended kind of suddenly. That was something where I didn't foresee that I was going to have to end things. I didn't foresee that that was going to happen, but it did. And again, I, I just jumped right back into dating. I was kind of like, okay, well, let's get right back on the horse. I think at that around that time, I remember just kind of feeling really frustrated, but also feeling kind of like, what's a good metaphor? What's a good way to put this? I almost felt like I was digging for gold and I'd finally gotten like a piece of something And instead of me pausing to rest because I was so tired, I've been digging for so long, I was like, oh, wait, I finally got like a sliver. If I keep digging, I'm going to hit the jackpot. And so I kept digging. I went back on the dating apps and I met the person that I was just seeing, the, the last person. That went really well. Like we, you know, it was one of those situations where I went into it, I was a little bit more lighthearted about it, but Again, things moved pretty quickly. We obviously ended up in a committed relationship. This time there was a title and it was like, okay, this is a thing. I felt like, okay, this is it. This is what I've been dating in Dallas for. Like I, I've, I've gotten the thing, right? And I was in a really good place where I felt like this person was legitimately someone that I could, oh my God, I see a spider. That's so unfortunate. Okay, I'm gonna keep an eye on it because I don't feel like getting my bug spray right now. But I just, I legitimately felt like this person was someone that I could grow with and we could have a beautiful relationship. And again, did not foresee things kind of shifting, the energy changing. And as I alluded to in my last episode, I do think whenever you say that prayer, whenever you ask God or your guides to remove the people or the opportunities or the things that aren't serving you aren't for your greatest and highest path in your life. Things move quickly and that person was removed. And I think for the first time in my two and a half year dating career, I finally feel like I can take a break. What's interesting about it is I don't feel like I'm being like, it doesn't feel like this like angry thing where I'm like, oh my God, I, I like need to just not date at all. Like I'm so upset. I'm so angry, whatever. It feels rather peaceful. It feels kind of like, okay, I'm 
putting a lot of energy into this thing. I thought it was working out here. It's not. Let me take all of that energy and divert it into something that I want to do, (laughs) something else for now. And of course, that's, you know, the podcast and my work and stuff like that, which I used to kind of feel like a little bit of shame around the fact that whenever I have like struggle in dating and, and, and things like that, I turn to career and, you know, I'm kind of coming to the place where I'm feeling more accepting of that because for me, it's like, it's not about, oh my God, I'm going to like make all this money and do whatever. It's more that I prefer to then put my energy into something that I'm passionate about. So this show, growing this show, um, doing something that when I pour that love and energy into it, I, I, I feel like it radiates back. Like I have conversations with y'all or I can see that I'm impacting someone positively and I feel like I'm not just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring myself into someone or, or something that's just emptying my soul. Yeah, it, it feels like this is a natural, natural place to take a break. I feel kind of called to pause. I, I think I said in the last episode, I don't want to date again until I'm like 30 and uh for reference I'm 29 so this is not like I'm saying like five years from now or something I'm 29 my birthday's in May so it's just you know a few months of pausing I'm gonna get my raid hold on you guys the spider is moving and I cannot take it okay I am back (laughs) um and now it smells like raid in my office but I'm back um so yeah so as I was saying this is a time where I've just felt really called to take a break and like I said it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as if I am, I guess, like forcing myself into it. Because I think in the past when I've like tried to be like, okay, let me come off dating apps. Like y'all know, I don't know if you know this, but, and actually, no, you should know this because we talked about this in an episode. This was in um, Friends with Benefits episode or part one or two. I can't remember which one. The one where we were talking about dating apps. They literally designed these apps to be addictive. They designed them in a way that when you leave the apps, like you immediately want to go back on. It's like casino and like lottery. And I know that I have a personality where I can become kind of like addicted to certain things and just kind of addicted to the feeling of certain things. So I I do think that having the last, you know, four months, four and a half months of talking to someone exclusively and, and being off the apps was really helpful because I've kind of gotten myself out of the cycle of going back on them immediately. And I do feel like having that break really has been beneficial for me because now I can actually be like, okay, I'm going to take a break. And it feels like I'm not like fighting for my life to try to stay off the apps. I know that sounds dramatic, but they really are quite addictive. And I personally, you know, I am a very, very, very hopeful romantic. And I find myself just kind of going back to them in hopes that I, you know, meet someone and all that good stuff. But that being said, in this time, I know 17 minutes in, okay. In this time of reflecting and you know again having that conversation with T and we were kind of talking about like what are what patterns that possibly I'm repeating that may be attracting certain types of men that really just aren't ready to like be in my presence (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it but just having that conversation with T having conversations with myself and deciding to take a break I really wanted to sit with and understand what my personal journey with self-esteem and self-worth looks like. I think I'm someone that's very confident 
I know that I have a lot to bring to the table. I know that I'm very worthy. I know that I deserve to be in a relationship where someone adores me, someone respects me, someone actually is able to put in the same energy and effort for me as I'm willing to do for them. And I also know that I'm deserving of being with someone who very, they they know that they want to be with me. They're not wishy-washy about it. They're not confused about it. They know that it's me that they want and vice versa. I know that. But I also think that sometimes on that deeper level, especially when it comes to things like relationships and money, we may have certain beliefs ingrained in us, again, some childhood beliefs perhaps, that really lead us to participate in certain cycles subconsciously. The more that we try to fight it consciously, the more that we're like, okay, I I, I know I don't want this and I know I want this. And we're trying to look for those people that embody the things that we consciously know we want and deserve there's still that subconscious programming at play. And that subconscious programming takes a bit more deep dive to understand what's really underneath the surface for you, what's really going on, and then to reprogram it. In this conversation with T, one of the things that came up was my relationship with my father. And I know that on this show, I've kind of expressed and talked about how we don't you know, have the best relationship. In the past, when I was in my last relationship, uh, the one where I lived in Jersey, I didn't talk to my father for a year. And so we had a very like turbulent relationship. But I also think there's something there that is very much contributing to possibly the way or, or the types of men that I call in. And I think that it has to do with my desire to be seen. If you grew up in a family where you were sort of taught to be a high achiever, you started to realize really early that your achievements meant that you were shown attention. So it's like if you got the good grades, if you did the thing or whatever, then that's when, you know, you received the praise. That's when you received the hugs, you received the whatever. And so you kind of like aimed to replicate that, to do that over and over and over. And that's the high achiever is born. But I think in my case, what happened is that there was that push to be a high achiever. But when I achieved the things, I didn't really receive the recognition. So I didn't receive the, I'm proud of you. I didn't receive the, you did amazing. I didn't receive any of that. And so I've been in this cycle of trying to achieve more and more and more and more in order to be seen, literally willing to burn myself out in order to be seen. And I think that is obviously incredibly damaging, but it's something that I personally am on a journey to reconcile within myself because I also realize that I can't keep doing things in order to be seen by my father because I'm a grown adult and like at the end of the day, Like I basically can't rely on that external validation from him because I don't think I'm ever going to get it in the way that I need to. And so I'm on this journey of figuring out how do I give myself that spotlight? How do I shine that light on myself? One, so I can improve myself, my sense of self-esteem. But two, how do I do that so that I'm not out here in these dating streets also in some ways hoping that men see me? It's giving like, it's giving subconscious pick me. I won't even lie. Like I don't think I consciously go out and do that or act like that um i will say but i do think that energy has that vibe around it where it is like this sort of like unseen weird sort of desperate energy in some ways because you're going out or at least i'm going out i think what's happening is that i want someone to see me because my father doesn't see me the way i want him to see me 
I don't see myself the way I feel like I need to be seen. And so I'm looking for that outside. And this is where this episode has originated. I kind of wanted to sit down and brainstorm the things that I'm going to be doing over not just the next couple months as I'm single and navigating that, but for the rest of my time on this earth as I really work to improve my sense of self-esteem and recognize my worth. So I know this has been quite an intro. I really wanted to kind of give that backstory to help set the scene for what this episode is going to be so grab yourself something something to drink i don't have my water in here it's kind of it's kind of warm so let's actually go ahead and dive in and get started with this one i hope um the sound is okay the cicadas are making so much noise outside but let's go ahead and start with number one About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So the first thing that I'm doing when it comes to improving my sense of self-esteem and recognizing my worth is adhering to the commitments I make in my wellness routine and specifically those that center around how I fuel my body. This one is really important to me because we all know, or maybe don't know, but when you make promises to yourself continuously and consistently and you break those promises, you start to get to a place where you don't trust yourself. The minute you say, I'm gonna do this, like you're thinking, well, every other time I said I was gonna do X, Y, and Z, I never did it. I never showed up for myself. And so keeping a promise that you make to yourself helps you build confidence within yourself, helps you learn to trust yourself, helps you learn to trust your word. Because it's the same thing. If you had a friend that was always promising they would do something for you or would be there for you and they kept flaking, like it would get to the point where you would never believe anything they said it's the same thing with yourself and I know personally I really do take my word very very seriously 
But I have noticed that there are times, especially when it comes to my wellness routine, where I allow my myself to not be as disciplined as I know I can be or allow myself to kind of sway from the things that I've promised myself I would do. And so in this season, I really want to allow myself to adhere to those commitments. Obviously, I understand that this comes with, you know, needing to slow down sometimes or take a break sometimes or adjust things as needed. But I think today is a really good example because I'm really committed to moving my body in some way every single day or uh, pretty much almost every single day. I started my cycle yesterday, so I'm on day two. And day two for me is like the the day where if I'm going to experience cramps, I'll have a little cramping on day two. Um, my flow is the heaviest on day two. But I was like, I committed to going to the gym today. So instead of me doing like, you know, like lifting and doing something super hardcore, going to a class, like a Pilates class and doing a ton of like core work, which would have probably triggered cramps, I went to the gym I put on a YouTube video and I walked for 30 minutes. It's as simple as that. I got my movement in. So I was able to keep that promise to myself, but I allowed myself to be flexible enough to change what movement looked like to me when I considered all the other factors that were out of my control. So my cycle coming up on that day. I also decided to invest in AG1. And that's something that I really, really, really want to incorporate into my routine consistently. And I, I love how I say that. And even then I have to kind of look at how I'm wording it. So it's like almost like I'm pleading with myself and it's no, I'm going to be incorporating this consistently into my routine. If you're unfamiliar, AG1 is a greens powder. I think pretty much every person is sponsored by them at this point. I would love to work with them one day. Okay. So if you work at uh, Athletic Greens, hit me up because I I really do think that product is quite amazing. I did a trial and I ended up taking it for uh, like a week or two. And even that small time frame, I actually noticed a difference in my energy because recently I've stopped drinking pre-workout and caffeine as much. So I've been trying to find ways to fuel my body with energy through whole foods right instead of through energy drinks like pre-workout or caffeine just trying to figure out like how do I get more sleep how do I really work on regulating my nervous system when I'm incredibly stressed and I've been incredibly stressed for the last week obviously with everything unfolding like how do I actually come back to self and learn to really fuel my body and treat my body as if it is this precious vessel that I have been assigned because that's exactly what it is so this is not about you know, aesthetics. This is not about like, because I talked about on Instagram, like going back to doing Pilates. This is not about like the, the, you know, sup girl life Pilates, whatever. Like it's about me honoring what my body is telling me. And recently it's been telling me to slow down. It wants walks. It wants slow, intentional movement. It wants just really allowing myself to slow down because I'm so go, go, go in my work life, in my daily life, that if I have a chance to use my workout as a time to be more intentional, to take the movement slower, to really connect with myself on that level, that's going to be beautiful. So the biggest thing or the, the first thing rather is adhering to those commitments around my wellness. And because I'm in this sixth house perfection year for astrology, where it is all about routine, the everyday, the mundane, pets, work, I believe, coworkers, and wellness, I really am quite focused on 
exactly that. I'm quite focused on creating a routine that's flexible, that moves with me, but also really honors, again, the fact that I am acknowledging that my body is a precious vessel and I want to make sure that it is running smoothly for a very long time. Number two, I'm going to be trying new hobbies that I'm interested in regardless of how silly it might feel to be a beginner. So this is something that I'm so excited about because I feel like I am just naturally this person that always wants to kind of try everything and like get my hands in a bunch of pots. And for a while, I kind of tried to scale back on that because I kind of felt like, oh my God, if I am trying every new hobby every two seconds, it almost like made me feel shameful because I felt like, what am I committing to if I'm trying to do everything? But there was a mindset shift recently with that because for me, I take such pride in trying new things and trying new hobbies. There's something so fun for me that lights me up when I can see, oh, this is something cool. I want to learn how to do that. And even if it's not something that I ever monetize or keep doing for like a really, really long time, the fact that I can be like, this is interesting to me. I want to at least like dip my toe in this and explore and see what the vibes are. Like, That's always been so fun to me. And when we talk about recognizing my worth, I think there's something really amazing about recognizing that I am a flexible individual that I can just be like, okay, that's something I'm interested in. I have the power to do that. And not only that, but I have the confidence to accept that I'm going to be a beginner because a lot of times I think we stray from starting new things, like whether that be like, y'all remember when I tried swim lessons and I was like, oh my God, like I was panicked. Like I didn't want to look crazy in front of these people because I'm like terrified of water. But I went to the swim lessons and had like the best time of my life. And I feel like it's really about letting go of that fear of looking silly, letting go of the fear of like, oh my God, what are people going to think? And like all of like, It does not matter what those people think. If you yourself are confident in the fact that this is something that you're interested in, and you don't have to say like, it's something you're gonna be doing for the next five years. It could just be, oh, that's that's kind of intriguing. Like, let's see what 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 that's about. Like, let me let me try that out. And again, accepting the fact that you're going to be a beginner is such a huge thing because you really allow yourself to go in there with no expectations. You allow yourself to be like a little kid. Like y'all remember when you were kids and it's like kids just approach the world with such curiosity. They're not sitting there like, oh my God, like what is my mom gonna think about that? They're like, no, like that looks fun. Let me dive in. Let me try it. And there's so much beauty and freeness and flow in allowing yourself to do something something like that. So recently I have gone down the rabbit hole of learning about gel X nails and I am going to attempt to do my own nails. And I'm really excited about this. Y'all know I love to go get my nails done. I'll like post my little nail selfies or whatever on Instagram, but I'm just, I'm like one of those people. I'm like so simple with my nails and my designs. One, because girl, it be the coin be coining over there at the, at the nail salon. Okay. The bill, it be giving very much inflationist hit the nail salons. Okay. But I also feel like because I go get my nails done once a month, I feel like I should stick with something super safe because I'm like, oh my God, God forbid I try color and I don't like it. I'm going to have to come back and pay like another X amount of money to get my nails done again. So I really do like play it super, super, super safe with my nails simply because I know, again, I'm going to have to wear them for a month. But I've been diving down this like 
deep, 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 deep rabbit hole about Gelex nails. Literally, like my whole YouTube homepage now is just like nail stuff because I've just been watching a bunch of videos. And y'all, when I tell you, when I'm like interested in the hobby, oh my gosh, it's just, it's wild. I like went on Amazon, I ordered the tips, I ordered like a whole kit with the UV light and the different polishes. I got the file, I got the, I got the cuticle remover. I got all the things and I'm like, I'm going to attempt to do this. So uh, month of August, early August, I'm going to be trying it out because I am going home the middle of August and I want to do them for going home, but I want to kind of like test it out beforehand and be like, okay, like let's see how this is. If it goes horrible, like obviously again, cause I'll be a beginner. And if it's like not that great, I can always go to the salon and get my nails done before I go home. But I'm really embracing the fact that I'm a beginner. There's so much beauty in that. There's so much left to learn. There's so much I can upgrade my skill. And I personally love to learn. And I feel like when you, again, accept that you're a beginner at something, you really give yourself permission to grow into whatever it is, um, hobby or space that you're actually like diving into. So yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. The next one is I want to start accepting compliments without feeling the need to compliment the person back. I always get really uncomfortable when I'm seen and I really want to work on knowing that it's okay to be seen and for my gifts to be acknowledged. And this is also going to look like me giving myself compliments as well. So again, this goes back to, like I said earlier, the whole thing with just not really feeling seen by my father and kind of wanting to be seen. But interestingly enough, whenever I am seen, so it's like whenever I go out and people compliment me, like either they'll be like, oh, you're so pretty or like, I get a lot of compliments on my energy, which I, I feel like that's the best compliment ever, but I get compliments on that and I feel so awkward. I, I'm sat there just like, ah, like, thank you. And it really is something that I want to work on. And so that's going to start with me acknowledging myself and giving myself compliments. Like, wow, I really love how I did my makeup today. I look really pretty. Or I love how I made my coffee this morning. Like, Or I love this recipe I came up with that was so creative. Or just giving myself a lot of the compliments that I want to be complimented on or giving myself a lot of compliments that I would love to receive. So I love to receive compliments about my energy. I love to receive compliments about my intelligence, <laughs> just kind of those kind of things. So giving myself those compliments, like, wow, you know, this was like a really complicated concept to grasp. And like, I read this book and I learned that concept and that was really amazing. And that's really cool that I, I allowed myself to dive into that. Or even just the compliment about the nails. Like I am so proud of myself for being a beginner in something and allowing myself to dive into something new and just really, you know, embrace the fact that I'm going to have to learn new things. So I think, again, it starts with yourself. And I feel like for me, the more that I become comfortable complimenting myself and acknowledging myself and seeing myself, you know, what's the craziest thing. Like sometimes I get really weird about looking at myself in the mirror. I know it sounds so wild. Um, I think it tends to happen when I'm not feeling great. Like when I was like sad earlier this week, I just couldn't look at myself. Like it was just like, there was so much shame in that. And again, guys, we're going to unpack this. Okay, <laughs> I know. But I I feel like, again, that is my literal fear of being seen just right there be, being shown to me. So that is one that I really want to work on. 
complimenting myself, acknowledging myself, seeing myself, telling myself how proud of myself I am. I mean, even just like sitting and basking in all of the things that I am doing and have done again, like when you're so go, 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 and there are so many things and you're so busy, if you don't take the time to pause and acknowledge like how far you've come, it can often feel like you're so far away from the goal that whatever the goal is that you constantly feel like either a failure or you feel like you're behind or you feel like all of these different things versus if you pause and you're like wow I have come so far wow I can't believe like like this morning I was driving to the gym and I was like wow I can't believe I'm like living in Dallas like that's so wild and I was like I'm so proud of myself for taking the leap to move to a state where I didn't know anyone to start my life over completely and look at me almost three years later about to move into my third place here building a life that I love in a place that I love like that is so huge and I think sometimes I downplay it because it was hard but I did it and so I'm like oh it can't be that hard like I did it right it's like no maybe that thing actually is really difficult and you did the damn thing and you should be incredibly proud of yourself so give yourself that compliment give yourself that hug I mean you can do it physically you can do it like you know metaphorically like just tell yourself you're proud of yourself because it really does make a difference and it really does help you accept those compliments that are coming from outside of yourself About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Okay, so the next one is that I want to learn how to go out by myself again and enjoy my own company outside of the house without feeling like everyone is judging me for being alone or being by myself. This is one that I got into like a really good swing with sometime last year. Like I was going on all these like really cool self dates. I was going to the movies all the time. I was going to obviously the gym. You know, I was taking myself to dinner and lunches and going shopping and just doing a lot of things like by myself. I was working my 
way up to doing certain things because like when it comes to for example like the farmer's market like I really want to go to the farmer's market but I don't know why I have such like a fear around going to the farmer's market by myself and just kind of like being there and I don't know seeing people with their partners and families and feeling like I'm the only person there by myself which I know won't be the case but again fears are you know pretty much often irrational <laughs> so sometimes they're not of course but I'm saying like a lot of times you know can be kind of just in our heads like us getting in our own heads so I really do want to work on that again I think with this year pretty much my entire year has been spent in the company of a man that I have kind of like gone into the shell again just like very like introverted shell where I'm just just nervous about going out by myself I did a little practice today so I went to the gym but then after the gym I went to home goods and I think I'm most comfortable like going to shopping areas by myself so like window shopping I didn't really I went to go pick up a, a vase I couldn't find one so I got like I got some hangers and something else from the move but I really do like that because when I'm moving around and doing something I don't feel like weird about it versus if I'm sitting down and eating so I'm challenging myself to get back into that I want to go see Barbie and I want to go see Oppenheimer I'm going to wait a little bit until the hype dies down because I just don't like going to crowded movie theaters in general like that's never been my thing so I want to get back into that so in August I'm going to go on my little like Saturday movie date I think it'll be cool to even like work my way up to doing like Friday night movie dates by myself just kind of going out on the town if I want to go out on a Friday night just taking myself to the spa taking myself to different like activities like the farmer's market I really want to go to that so like why not just different things and exploring because I really do feel like I enjoy my own company typically I mean sometimes I get bored like you know I was here I was home I was bored and so I was just like oh let's record a podcast episode but I do think that there's something to be said about allowing myself to go out in public and have those experiences as much as I love my home and I love being at home I also want to learn how to love having fun with myself outside of the home and that takes a lot of courage and that takes a lot of confidence and that again is coming back to recognizing my worth recognizing that you know, if I want to go on a certain type of date or I want to do a certain type of thing, I don't need to go with someone. I can go by myself and I can have that fun by myself and I can be confident by myself and, you know, understand that no one is looking at me. No one cares that I'm by myself. Then the other thing is like sometimes too, you have to also remember that people aren't looking at you necessarily because you're by yourself and they're like, oh, that's weird. Like sometimes it's because you look really pretty or really handsome. That happens to me sometimes. Like people will be staring at me and then I'll get really weird about it and then they'll finally like oh look I just think you're really pretty or something so if someone's staring at you just like be like oh they think I'm cute <laughs> they think they like my outfit like they think I look good don't immediately go to the negative of like oh my god they hate like not they hate but like oh my god they they think I'm so weird for being by myself like it could literally be that your energy is so beautiful and magnetic and attractive that they can't look away Okay, the next one is I want to start buying myself flowers and treating myself to the things that I want my partner to do for me. This is not about learning to replace men, but this is learning that men are additions to my life and I want someone who can treat me well and respect me and that all starts with myself. So I never thought I was a flowers girly. Like I'm pretty sure in several episodes I've mentioned that I'm not like huge on flowers. In fact, like pretty much all the plants in my home except for my snake plant are faux. So I just like, like, 
you know, was never, or I thought I wasn't a flower girly. And my last partner actually would gift me flowers. And I really like that. I think the first time it happened, I was so awkward about it and so like panicked because even though it was kind of, you know, again, it's, it's a beautiful gesture, but I think for me, because I'd never had this experience of flowers from another partner or from myself, it just seemed so extraordinary. And again, this isn't meant to like downplay actions of a partner, but this is meant to say that if you start to treat yourself the way that you know that you deserve, when someone comes into your life and they're giving you flowers, they're taking you out for dinners, they're going with you to certain things, they're giving you those compliments, you're going to see it as like, wow, this is so beautiful that, you know, this person wants to show me love in this way. And I feel loved. I feel cared for. I feel seen. But you're not going to like rely on that person to see you. You're going to know that even if that person leaves tomorrow, even if they leave the next day or whether they stay, whatever the case is, like you are always going to see yourself. You are always going to care for yourself. So this is really about building that worth within ourselves and that confidence so that we don't take shit from people so that we don't say, oh my God, well, I can't, you know, lose this person because they give me flowers or I can't lose this person because they do this. It's like, no, you already do those things for yourself. So that was something that I started to recognize I actually liked around the house. Like I liked the color they added to my dining room table and that's something I want to start doing is like just weekly like going and picking up a bouquet like nothing crazy just like you know a bouquet of flowers from Trader Joe's getting myself a nice vase so that's why I was at home goods looking for a vase for these for the future I didn't find one that I like so I might go to at home or another um, home goods in like another couple of days but I want to just basically be able to pop by the Trader Joe's as I'm grabbing my groceries for the week and just pick up some flowers and make myself a beautiful bouquet and have that for the week because if I can show myself that this this is something that I can do for myself. Like, yes, it would be great to have a partner to do it. But if I can do that for myself, I'm showing myself that I recognize my worth. I recognize that I'm worthy of the flowers. I recognize that I'm worthy of the gifts. I recognize that I'm worthy of these experiences. And I don't need someone else in my life to give them to me. I can give them to myself. The next one is setting boundaries and not wavering on them because I feel bad. I mean, this one is self-explanatory. I think when we set boundaries and we're clear about them we're respectful about how we set them we're kind about how we set them and we're like this is where my line is and we don't waver on them we are standing in our worth the minute we start to move the line of our boundaries because there's someone in our lives that we want to keep there and we recognize that this person won't uh, respect this boundary and we start to move the line we are diminishing our worth we are actually allowing that person to dictate what we're willing to take or not take and that's not up to them that's up to us so set the boundaries that you want to set make sure that you stand firm in those and it also goes with yourself as well if you specifically in this you know circles back to number one if you tell yourself i don't want to do this or i don't want to accept this or this is this is not my standard what happens and i'm going to put this into a dating perspective simply um you know for the for the case of these um examples what happens if someone comes into your life and gives you an experience that is equivalent to one that you said you would not stand for or that one that you said is not up to your standard if you're not willing to stand 
in your worth, recognize your worth, be confident as an individual, you are going to be like, oh, I'm getting something from someone. So I'm just going to like stick around like this is even though it's like the bare minimum to me or even though it's like less than what I know I deserve, like I'll just take it. And like, is that fair to you? Is that fair to that person? I don't think so. So this is about standing in your worth. This is about respecting your boundaries. This is about asking yourself, what do you need to feel respected? What do you need to feel like someone is respecting your worth and seeing your worth and actually like honoring that? And this goes for everything, romantic relationships, platonic friendships and relationships, parental relationships, family, jobs. Like if you, for example, say I need a certain amount of salary because I know what I bring to the table career-wise. I know what my experience is. I know what I'm like looking for and what I can do. And a job comes to you and they say, hey, here's $20,000 less than what you asked for. Are you going to settle for it? it? You might be like, oh my God, the economy and this and that. Obviously, you know, it's one thing if you like don't have a job and like, you know, but if you are at a job and you're like switching careers or whatever the case is, it's like, do you want to jump on that bandwagon simply because they're offering you something? Or do you want to actually wait for the thing that offers you $30,000 more than what you're making now because you know you deserve it? So it really is about asking yourself what those boundaries are, what your standard is, and like making sure that you stick to that. So the last one here is that I want to start seeing a therapist. So I'm actually looking for a therapist because I was seeing a therapist at the start of the year, but then um, I didn't feel like we're a good fit and so I stopped seeing her life happened I've been looking for a therapist ever since then and that was like I think we ended our work around um it was like early March because it was right before everything happened where the thing with the first guy ended so I'm looking for a therapist because after these two like serious situations relations ending in the span of seven months I want to understand and process like what has happened and also kind of understand the patterning that's allowing me to attract these men I also want to work on my fear of being seen I want to work on what is causing me to want to shrink when the spotlight is put on me I want to work on that relationship with my father because even though he might not be willing to do therapy and do this work I want to know how can I better uh operate or approach this dynamic in order to heal in order to forgive i want to work on my confidence my presence uh imposter syndrome getting over that just becoming overall a more confident person i know i'm skilled i know i'm worthy i know all of these things consciously but i think sometimes subconsciously i take actions or i do things that are misaligned with what i know consciously and i really do want to work through that so that is um that's my last one i think all of these are incredibly important i don't necessarily think anyone is more incredible or more important than the other i think therapy is incredibly important but i also do think that you know it is about the work that you also do outside of therapy that acts as a what is the word i'm looking for it works with therapy and so it's not just you know go to therapy leave and never process it's go to therapy process what do you do after how do you implement actions in your life to make sure that you're doing the work outside of the therapist's office so all these things are what I'm doing to improve my sense of self-esteem and recognize my worth. And I hope that this episode has been super helpful and maybe given, given you some tips on ways that you could also improve your self, sense of self-esteem and recognize your worth. And yeah, but 
yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited for it, the fresh environment. I think another piece to this puzzle too is that I've lived here in this apartment the longest. I mean, my first one, I lived there for about six months in here. I lived here for over two years, uh, or actually, no, it's about to be two years um, in August, but I have had a lot of like relationship situationships, romantic things in like as experiences living in this house, if that makes sense. And I think because of that, I feel really drawn to having a brand new environment, a brand new start, just me and myself in that house and whatever pet I get. And don't worry guys, I will get an old pet who doesn't do much except sit and kind of quiet and just someone who's suited to my personality. Um, but thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast and the show, all the things that you do. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And yeah, again, planner waitlist link is in the show notes. What else is in the show notes? Oh, I feel like I haven't really promoted Spain or talked about Spain. I won't even lie. Spain kind of fell to the bottom of my priorities list with all the things going on. But we we do have a trip to Spain being planned. So if you're interested in coming to Spain with me next September, go ahead and check out that link in the show notes. It has the pricing. It has the dates. It has the itinerary, everything in there. But um, And also we're going to Bali in May too. So if you would rather come to the Bali trip, the Bali trip is 100% confirmed. My friend Tolu and I are going. Monica's going to be there. Y'all can meet T. Y'all can meet Monica. It's gonna be a vibe, okay? But um Bali is 100 percent confirmed. So if you want to join the fun, I think I think there are like 13 of us that are gonna be Bali. The link for that one is in my Instagram bio, but I probably should put that link in the show notes too, huh? I really should do that. So yeah. Anyways, my loves, have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. And I will chat with y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.